I'm here with Hamilton. Hello, Hamilton. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm very well. Hamilton, you've been on the programme before a long time ago, yeah. episode 40 bleh, or something, yeah. more than a year ago. But you've got new projects and things to talk about. Yeah. Why don't you tell our readers about your new projects? The new projects. Oh, well, I have two fun new projects coming out in the next couple of months. The first one is maybe less glamorous and crazy and kooky as the second but the first one is right. have you ever played Morkborg? Have you ever heard of Morkborg? I know what Morkborg is yes yeah. kind of grim yeah. dark doom metal gothic yeah yeah, very much so yes exactly and uh, I sort of fell in love with it a, a, over a year ago when it sort of first become started to get like a lot of traction and people were talking about yeah. it and stuff like that I think it came out I can't remember when it came out but it was only just over a year ago is it free? It's free, is it free league? league. Yeah, it is free yeah. league. It's an OSR based. If you've, you 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 must know the OSR, you're old school people. <laughs> that is patronising. <laughs> I said old school. I didn't and... say old. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, well, we I don't know that we are actually. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that we've. I mean, we played original. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But forty something years ago. Exactly. But we don't play it anymore. So that's I what I mean. We are. You mean, that's what I meant. Yeah. You you were you were around in the days of the yeah, old school. We, is yeah, what I mean. That's yeah, what I yeah, 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 yeah. But we're not. You're not playing yeah. it now. No. It's like myself. I used to play the 2E Planescapes when I was a teen, like pre-teen and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, obviously, yeah. I now play all, all the all the modern stuff. But it's uh, it's very rules light, uh, and it's it's a really nice system, and it's so evocative. All the imagery in it is pretty cool, and the way the document, the the book put together, is so like it just kind of draws you into this world. And so I've, I've been meaning to play it for years, and I finally just got like a bit of a break between what we were doing before and I thought oh, I really want to do this and I got some really cool people together friend of the show uh, Stuart from Dyson Desire uh, is on oh there. Stuart yeah 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 yeah, yeah Bardcore yeah yep. this is Bardcore as well as two people that have played with me on my my sort of Planescape game that I played earlier in the year uh, Chloe yeah. and and Will and then uh, Taylor from the Backwater Bastards I don't know if you've come across them but I've heard of them yes yeah. I've heard of the Backwater Bastards yeah, yeah so a, a really good group of people and I sort of right. played it as like everyone's in character even out of character so we're like characters playing a th- like a theatre production that's the kind of plan basically the reverse of us yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> whereas we literally people literally refer to the characters by the players names yes. from time to time yeah. because it's all just I mean, so you are very you know yeah. it becomes one it's embarrassing you are one no it's, it's just because you're one with your we characters are one. yeah exactly could be that yeah. it's also because you are characters in yourselves that's the thing i think it's really that they're just sort of ciphers <laughs> and just a set of numbers on a piece of paper really there we go anyway oh, yes <laughs> but yes yeah, so um but that's the kind of thing so it's all we've all kind of like tried to it's all kind of like get into that goth style yeah are you streaming it what's the deal what's the deal so it's going to be on twitch on sunday the 11th uh, at 8 p.m on the fourth culture is who we're like joined up with for this uh, on their Twitch channel, and then it'll be on YouTube the day later uh, as well, uh, and then podcast you, can, after that. Right. Okay. I mean, that Everywhere. was all in Young, but I'm assuming that I understand. I know, I know what Twitch is. Yeah. Uh, okay. So YouTube, and there'll be know, an audio. So, yeah. Yeah. And I know what I know what YouTube is. Yeah. But you'll be releasing a kind of uh, an audio. Yes. A, a pod version. There is okay. a pod version. So if you search for uh, Dragon Presents. Uh, and then yeah. or yeah, and yeah. or Theatre Macabre again I'll give the links for the show notes but like uh, Theatre Macabre is the name of our show and then we're doing because we're doing a few different like I'm doing a bit more like yeah. mini series we've just made this yeah. whole like Dragon Presents feed that this will be the first one to go on and then other things will come on it but yeah it's all it, we have a lot of fun and there's a good uh, what we try to do is put like an outtake stream right at the end where all the sort of silly stuff happens so if you, it, it's quite serious but there's funny moments in it but like if you wait to the end, you hear all our outtakes. And at 8 p.m. British yeah. summer times, yeah. is that 7, is that 7 p.m. Uh, GMT? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So for our for our readers in the States and Canada yes. and so forth, that's going to be middle of the day. Yeah. It's 3 p.m. Eastern, I think is yeah. the way to remember it. Brilliant. And then it comes out as a podcast. Yeah. I think that was bewildering because yeah. you said so much stuff so quickly. Sorry. Can you just very quickly recap the date and the time? If you want to catch us on Twitch, it's the uh, September yes. the 11th at 8 p.m. British Standard yes. Time. If you want to just watch it when you like, it will be on YouTube 24 hours yes. later. Uh, and again, links will be in the show notes. And then if you find me on Twitter, I'll be posting the crap out of this <laughs> as well. And then podcast uh, will be one week behind. So 
How do people find you on Twitter, Hamilton? Uh, I am at the Dragon DM. All one word. At the Dragon DM. Yeah. yeah. Terrific. Okay. Is that it for project number one? That's project number one. I mean, go check Hurrah! it out. It's all horror. If you love that, you'll love it. And then project number two? Project number two. This one is one that I've been building up to for a big time because, like, if people did know me on Twitter, my profile picture for since I've been on Twitter, uh, until I've changed yes. it to this Mort Borg one I've got now, was me as uh, Aladdin Sane, uh, David Bowie. Yeah. And yeah. I had this kind of, I've always had this want to do something about a group of Bowies. Uh, in the in D&D campaign. It came from... Of course you yeah. You know, you listen to the Adam Buxton podcast? Or the Adam, I do. Yeah, and the Adam and Joe podcast before that that they used to have. Adam Buxton famously talked about this idea of having a spaceship full of Bowies, and I've always had that in my mind, and I thought, what a great idea. So I've got to attribute a lot to Adam Buxton. I thought you got it from Bowies in Space from well, um, Flight of the Concords. Well, and, and that is sort of mixed up and that sort of came a little bit later and did the same thing so both together in right. mind are like well i'm on yeah i'm stealing from the greats as much as anything but you know it's, right. it's all creative endeavor there's nothing new under the sun but then i thought well let's put this into D. and spelljammer i started re i read spelljammer a year before it came out the sort of went back to the 2e one because i actually missed it when yeah. i was younger i just didn't i don't yeah. know why i just missed it i think that's with the hippos isn't it yeah the gif or the gif however you want yeah. to pronounce them and so, yeah, the new one came out mid-August, and so I thought, let's get together a bunch of cool people and let's play a ship as if it's a bunch yep. of Bowies. Right. I originally did, uh, so I've got some, I've got again Taylor, who I mentioned from the Backwater Bastards again on this, because she's amazing and has to be in everything that I do. I have, uh, Chloe was also mentioned before, has nearly yep. had friend of the show, Chris. Yeah, 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 Chris is a reader of ours from, from a long time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yep. an old school yep. reader, and then... But unfortunately, uh, couldn't work out. And we've also, though, got instead, as well, they weren't a replacement at all, uh, was Jeremy Cobb from Three Black Halflings. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Okay, great. Good people. Hamilton, you are connected. You're also just, I don't know. What, I mean, this just is the strangest idea. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm not known for not doing it. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, that made that exactly. sentence made no that sense. That kind of proves the point. I'm I'm known for just pushing things a bit stupidly. I, I can't help myself. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, obviously, I'm going to have to. Uh, yeah. Don't tell me. Is it on Twitch? It will be, and it will be on YouTube. Same as what I mentioned before. Yeah, exactly. Do you know when? It's going to hopefully be going out in October. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I obviously have to. <laughs> I have to watch this. I have to watch this. Yeah. I'm not really sure what you're talking about. Well, basically, imagine imagine brilliant. this. I'll try and paint you a picture. Okay. Jareth. Yeah, paint me. Jareth. Yes. Jareth is on the ship acting as if they were an ex-patron of uh, a warlock patron that has lost their, their only warlock uh, and therefore are roaming the, the, the astral right. sea looking for people to turn into goblins. Uh, but no one okay. wants to because they have yeah. to do it willingly and, yeah. and no one wants to. You've got Major Tom, who is uh, played by Jeremy, is the first uh, African-American to go into space whose ship gets... Yes cast off into a, a, an astral vortex and arrives I love it. lost in the middle of nowhere. And then we've got Hunky Dory, who is yeah. a, an ancient astral elf who is who is just uh, a bit kooky. And Ziggy will turn up at some point. Do you spend a lot of time by yourself, Hamilton? I, I have a family. <laughs> a real family or people eat all real? little dolls who arrange on top of a cupboard? Uh, what's the difference? It's just it's like you've built this, you've built this extraordinary thing in your mind and somehow convince these people to do it oh yeah it, i mean I don't it's, know, seriously okay. mike i have no idea how i went to people no. and said this like with no. a straight face do you want to do this oh and the bad yeah. the baddie the main baddie is adamantium the adamantium <laughs> ant right i mean i know what i would have said if you'd asked me to do this <laughs> um, so um okay well i i mean i don't know where to start with that spell Gemma is yeah second edition yeah the uh, mind flayers mm -hmm. the, the hippos yeah this is not an, an attempt to sound old and curmudgeonly, <laughs> but am I right in saying that they've just hmm. released a new fifth edition That's thing? That's correct. Yeah, right. 16th of August it came out. Yeah. Fine. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> but I don't have to now. I can <laughs> you watch could... what sounds like the strangest. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't even know what. It is. I mean, is it okay? 
And how <laughs> is that all in character, like the other one? No, we we do we clearly a bunch of narrators. There are people there are people playing the characters, and it's more straight to to D and D. It's your it's your actual straight play. to DVD. Yeah, people talking, playing games. There's rolling dice. There's the usual like. You That's the, now it. we're in the territory. I understand. Yeah. I mean, so all of that bit is fine, but yeah. it's just the rest of it. This much. Well, anyway, brilliant. Well, there we are, Hamilton. That is, I very much enjoyed that. How is everything? Are you still running the other? Are you running the game show thing still? Unfortunately, or is that not. not like uh, it just became. It was a quite. Uh, we don't have a, enough time at the moment, and it, it takes a lot of effort and finding. There guests. were an awful lot of shows. That was my. That, I mean, it was very high quality, but there were an awful lot of yeah, shows. Yeah, and so I had to just sort of step back from it. I'm hoping to bring it back more as like a once a year sort of like special thing that I do. Extravaganza. Yeah, exactly. Like Celebrity Bake Off or whatever. Brilliant. Yes, exactly. Except it'll be the under your stewardship. It'll be you know odd. <laughs> Well, there we are. Thanks, Hamilton. Thank you. <laughs> Readers, I implore you, I beseech you to check out Hamilton's extraordinary projects. <laughs> Does we just very quickly re- <laughs> let's very quickly recap the dates. We're Twitch yes. on the 11th of September at 8 p.m. Uh, British Summertime. Yep. That is 3 p.m. Eastern Standard in the States. Mm-hmm. And the weird Bowie thing is going to be in October. It's sometime in October. And all of them will be available on YouTube to follow. And as a podcast, is the Bowie thing going to be yeah, on the podcast? Yeah, it will be on that same stream. So that Dragon Presents will just become a, a stream of Fantastic. <laughs> Readers, there you go. There's something for you to um, get your uh, brains around. As always, we are incredibly grateful for any ratings or reviews you can leave on your podcast app of choice, be that Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever. Uh, Lucas's weird one. What's that one called? Beyond Pod or is it Podbean? Yeah. What's the other one? Podbean, anyway, Podbean. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can find us on Facebook. You can always email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. Uh, why don't you tell us what you thought of what we were talking about? Because, I, because it would be useful to know. And we'll stuff your email into Paul's capacious sack for later mm. retrieval. Lovely. You can find all our maps and handouts, uh, of which there are quite a few uh, associated with this book of the adventure at our Tumblr, billowinghilltop.tumblr.com and that is about it. I have no news or information, so let's push on with episode 106 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, as long as they've got ziggurats in hell. Amazing. <laughs> So June is its own system as opposed to yeah some so you t- you have threat and momentum dice and you have to roll below numbers oh like the old days like the old days yeah, yeah. and the, but then if you roll yeah, if you back to Roman you have a target number unless you've got a target number of fifteen if and you yeah. count so it's a bit like number of successes right so if you roll between I think something like a, if your target is 15, if you roll between a 7 and a 15, it's one success. If you blow, roll a 6 or blow, it's two successes or something like that. Got it. If you roll a 20, an issue arises, a problem gets thrown at you. Right. And then each... I mean, did it sound like fun? Or yeah, did it sound but it's, like... very, it's, it's very kind of like you, when you create a character, you create almost like a mission and a vision statement. And then when you're doing something, you say, I'm going to apply my mission statement. I can't remember what the statements were called. Like this... And their DM would go, yes, okay, and that gives you a dice or something like that. So it's that sounds a bit like that um, thing that we did, Graham, with Ooh. the other guys, Halcyon Days, Motorcycle Nights. Right, I was thinking the same thing. The um, red, what were they called? Creative uh, or... spanners in the works, yeah. and something mm. else is. Yeah, you agree things that are going to might affect your ability to get stuff done when you're actually playing the game. It's quite, it's quite it's an interesting. I like concept. that. Yeah, I did like that kind of way of. A uh, good evening, everybody. By the way, hello. We're talking about things of other games. Sorry, other games. Uh, readers. But they're all very, very role play which is probably be a bit, a bit beyond us. Who just want to go and bash things. Role playing and uh, role with two L's playing. Mm. That tension never seems to go away between. Yeah. Right. Are you telling a story? Are you acting out a story? A character-driven story where the dice are used as a resolution mechanic, or are you playing a tactical dice-based exploration and combat game where you flesh out the characters that are involved more than you know? Yeah and all of the different kind of points on the spectrum in between. Interesting, anyway. I don't know what to do about Dan because I don't know where he is, but he's not here. I would say we start without him. Yeah, let's just crack on. I think we probably have to. I'm here with the rest of the famous five. Actually, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold (laughs) hold up, hold up. I've just remembered where we're at. No, we need Dan. (laughs) Well, Dan can, I mean, we'll see. Uh, If he turns up, he might turn up in the the wrong moment. Yeah. We we need, need Barge. 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 We Grosso need Dan. Barge. He should be at the front. Mm. And 
And well, I need, we'll see how we go. And Alessandra needs to well, swap places with Uncle Buggy really quickly. Somebody's got his character sheet, right? I've got his character sheet. He goes at the front. Very Excellent. Tonight's quickly. beer, Paul, is a blend. Oh. Because it's a Monday night, I thought I would keep the ABV down. So I'm mixing Nanobot and Neck Oil, the two oh. Beaver Town um, crisp little pale ales, but one of them's obviously low ABV. So getting yeah. sort of in the middle. That's nice. Basically, it tastes like Neck Oil, but not quite as nice. <laughs> this will not surprise you. Because you make it makes sense. I don't think we need a recap, do we? Well, we're in a. Do we need a recap? I'm drinking. We're in a room with a cordial. I'm drinking a bottle of. North London Tap. Oh, yeah, I'm basically drinking Castello di Potentino 2015. Double filtered, of course. Chilled, double filtered. Is that wine, Paul? Yeah, it's it's a red wine, Italian red wine. It's absolutely delicious. Given to you. Given to me by my dad. Get Paul with his wine. Are you wearing a real neck sweater? I'm not wearing a I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts and... Driving a Saab. Oh, no. We're in a room. We've got... We're in a room. We're in a square we're in room a situation. With, with columns. We're in, in the middle, there's this hole out of which has come a really Something rather bad, is coming, isn't it? bad green worm. I've marked on our map. I've marked this chamber. I've called it the Hall of... <laughs> the Hall of Welcome. Welcome. The Hall of Welcome. Which makes it sound nice, doesn't it? No, it's horrible. And I've marked the little chamber that you came into originally that you've gone through to get here as the Eastern Atrium. Right. Well, it's just to keep us... On track. ...oriented, so that when we refer to places during the course of the ensuing... Chaos. ...absolute carnage, that we can... Yeah. You've entered the ziggurat. Yes. In the centre of the city of Kuluth Mar. And we've got a beholder coming after us from behind... And we've got this worm greeny yes. thing in front of us. You think it's a beholder? Yeah, it's a beholder. It certainly looks like a beholder, moves like a beholder. There were also some kind of creatures, some sort of group, swarm, whatever of creatures yeah. that were zeroing in on your position in the jungle. You've left all of that behind. You've crossed over this ring wall yeah. into the center of the city. You've gone down a set of stairs into the understructure of this giant ziggurat that sits in the center. And you found a chamber with a pit in the middle of it, crumbled columns, doors in each wall, north, south, east, and west. Um, I didn't describe the doors fully to you last time. I will in a minute, just to basically freak you out. You sent Noel Edmonds, your tame zombie, in as a sort of robo-probe. And as Noel Edmonds approached the pit, a creature emerged from the pit, something like a naga, but also like a worm. Yeah, like a giant green worm like you've met before in all of the wormy bits, only Bigger. normally they're small. Oh, uh, one little detail that we I neglected, which is that outside the ziggurat, you notice that there are little versions of your favourite little green worms occasionally breaking the surface of the ground out there in you the did uh, environs. Yeah, easy to walk past, I think. Yeah. You had to make a perception check to spot them. Yeah. You think they're very easy to avoid, but you wouldn't want to just sleep out there, for example. You wouldn't want to lie still and fall asleep on that ground. I think we should start with initiative. Oh. We ended in dramatic circumstances last time with this Naga striking towards you, but really I was just sort of trying to give you the general impression that we're off to the races. Yeah. I'm going to rolling for me. Get a... Not a great number. Okay. Alessandra, what'd you get? 17. Sessions, what'd you get? 16. Uncle Beggy, what'd you get? 9. Did I say I was casting um, this fourth level spell on myself? Death Ward? Yes. You cast it last week. Okay. How long is it? Is it concentration? It's not concentration. It lasts eight, uh, eight hours. Cool. Well, in that case, we don't need to worry about it. Great. Parker, what'd you get? Parker. Uh, four. Uh, disappointing. Four. Yes. Okay. I rolled for Burple as well. Oh, yes, you roll for purple. What purple get? A 16. What purple get? Purple 16. Get 16. Is Noel Edmonds going on the same number as Uncle yeah. Buggy? Just for me. Yeah. Fine. Okay, so let's start with Alessandra on 17. Uh, let me describe yep. Alessandra this thing to you. It's a naga of some sort. It looks like a sort of weird, corrupted, worm touched mm-hmm. naga. It's got a very unsettling looking cast about its mm-hmm. gaze or its eyes. You don't feel that you are under an immediate threat. The second thing is, could you make an insight check? Yeah. Please. Sure. Adding eight to this. 
Ooh. So 22. There's something not quite as simple as things appear about this. This Naga looks hostile and aggressive, but you think that this thing has got more on its mind than just killing us. Killing you, yeah. Okay. I've got to be very careful here. That doesn't mean that I'm sort of inviting you to say, hey, hi. <laughs> Cup of tea. Looks like it's going to try and kill you, but there's something else going on. Okay. What do you want to do? 117, Alessandra. You well, are about uh, 40 feet away from it. I'm going to try and kill it. You're going to shoot at it? I'm going to shoot at it with the legitimately owned Bow of the East Wind. Here's Make all the payments 16. against it. You own it now. Armor class yeah. 16 is a miss, I'm afraid. Okay, right. Is that Just it for establishing. you? And then uh, I'm going to go and run. Uh, well, I'm We're actually flying. flying, remember? Yeah, you're flying. I'm flying, right. and I'm going to go and nip round the corner behind Burple, right down there, and I'm going to use my cunning action to actually hide. We had a discussion last time when we parked it, and we shouldn't really have parked it all the way till now, about your flying. Oh, okay. What I was trying to establish was you get an hour of flying, but can you break it up into individual bits? Or do you get uh, one no. go at flying in a day for up to an hour yes. in one single uninterrupted? Yes. Right, fine, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, certain that's... I'll have a look at it while yeah, yeah, you're playing check it in the, the, in the background. That, yeah. On 16, shall I roll or should we just leave Graham to decide roll, what's happening with roll, purple? Roll, roll, roll. Leaving out Lucas, who's a bit distracted. Rolling a d6, getting a 1-2. It is Graham. Bugger. Do you think <laughs> is likely to do in these circumstances? Absolutely no clue. I do know that he likes to do dissonant whispers, but I don't think it's in range. I've heard him say that quite a lot. Um, dissonant whispers is like sixty feet or too long on this. He's out of range. I just checked. Is it somebody you can see? Almost certainly. No. He'd have to poke his head around. No, it's a there's a creature of your choice within range, so you don't have to be able to see the target. But he's not within sixty. Isn't there a big psychic thing that he does? But uh, isn't there a new one? There's the other one. There's the big psychic spell if you look at his third or fourth level spells it's something blast isn't no it? it's called uh, synaptic static <laughs> that... synaptic static i can't believe we forgot what it was called already he only has one of those left actually he seems to have cast quite a lot of his high level spells that's a bookkeeping question he's not cast any spells okay I'll... since you've come through from marcus then i shall press the long rest button on Off his character sheet and refresh him if that's okay yeah yeah do it how about this, readers? How slick is this, eh? Eh? Well, he feels obviously like he has many, many more options than he had a second ago. So how many fourth level spells has he got? Uh, he has three of the fourth level. Right. And two of the fifth level, which is where the synaptic static sits. Uh-huh. What's it do? Well, it's an intelligence save, and it does a ton of damage, basically. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's quite nice. If you fail the save, you take a D6 off stuff yeah. for about the next, I don't know how long. Yes, I remember that one. Half damage on the successful You played stage. that one against us. Yeah, and then yeah, you half get damage on the, Yeah, if you fail, you D6 get D6 if you fail the save. Bad D6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a point that you choose within range, and I think you've got to be able to see it. So yeah. Purple would have to pop around the corner. Ooh, he has also irresistible dance as well. I think what he'll do, Mike... Yes? He'll do dissonant whispers on it if it comes... Oh, hang on. You have to cast yeah, yeah. it there, don't you? Uh, yeah, you have to cast it. Yeah, I think he'd like yeah, to wait yeah, and yeah. see whether it's on its own before he does his synaptic static. So he's going to just hold fire this round. Okay, well, we move on. <laughs> this is excellent. To sessions. <laughs> sessions will cast um, Spirit Guardians. No. Okay. It is it. It is the thing. What is it going to do? It hisses. It. I'll make sure I just peer around and see buggy before I do it, of course. Can I hear rain outside? Wow. Literally, the sound the of rain. rain. From outside. Nice. It's news. Yes. Uncle uh, cool buggy. Uh, cool buggy. Were you attacking me? It whispers at you. Can you give me a wisdom saving throw, please? What sort of thing is it? Because I've got... Um, it's a sort of... Brave. Compulsion, you think? A saving throw against being frightened. It's not a, it's not a fear effect, no. It's an enchantment effect. Wisdom save. Really want to make this same plus two come on here we go any moment now here it comes imminently potentially building to do oh dear the worst possible so you can't re-roll that with your halfling luck would you like to use your 
Dice. Yes, I will use. Which is now a d8, of course. You get to re-roll and add a d8. Okay, I'll roll right. I'm just going to roll a few bad dice rolls. Okay. Okay, but you have to say before you roll the real one. Yeah, it's just a bit. You know, it's going to warm the dice up. Roll five. Just warming the dice up. Okay, those are rather good rolls. Oh my god. Okay, this so you just want a 17, and a 16, and a 14. Okay, okay here we one. go. And this is your real one, and you Two. get a... Six. Eight. <laughs> an eight. Plus a D8. Six. Six. A D8, okay. You're going to make it. going to make it. Oops. 15. You're not going to make it. Tyler, have we got any sort of bless running or anything? No. Don't think you do, I'm afraid. Eight, I think. I'm very sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, hang on, let's just try and scrub around for something else to... Why are you rolling a D8 for Ort as well? It's because promoted. Your, dice, your Ort dice has got up to a D8. Has it? it? Was, I yes. missed that. Well, you really weren't no, paying attention. There. I missed that. God. I'm endlessly handing out nice things. Okay. No, I... Do you well. remember? No, you don't. Okay. Uncle Buggy, you are paralyzed. We'll come back <sighs> to you later. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. The rest of you don't know this. It would be metagaming no. for you to act based upon that knowledge. We won't act on it. I mean, the constant chuntering. Thought. You might be sort of slightly alarmed that he's no longer muttering to himself noises, about yeah. self-checkouts. Or and, moving. Or I'm practicing rolling. And decimalization and all the other things that he complains about constantly. I, <laughs> I think we'll be worried when we don't see him heading for the exit. Know that something's got this really wrong. <laughs> when he doesn't gone really wrong. When he doesn't declare that there's the finding the other front of the combat. Yes, that the real front yeah. is outside. Yeah. <laughs> he decides to take on the beholder. Anyway, that's the end of that. Uncle Buggy on nine, who's paralyzed. Do I get a roll at the end of my go? Knew that was going to be your first question. Let me check. Yes, at the end of your turn, you get another saving throw. Are you going to make the real roll now, or are you going to roll out some other... I'm making a real roll now. Twelve. Twelve. That is insufficient. On four, bottom of round one, it is Parker. Parker. If it is the real Parker. Oh, so we haven't actually moved into the room yet. More moving out than moving in has been going on. Well... Everybody's waiting in uh, what we're calling the eastern atrium, tucked around the corner. Apart from Uncle Buggy, who's in the passageway that leads into this main chamber. The Hall of Welcome. The Hall of Welcome. Have we done any range attacks against it yet? Yeah, I've shot at it and missed. Right. No, I think I'm just going to hold off until we actually really properly move in. I'm going to go and stand next to Sessions. Stay in the... Yeah. We get to glimpse down yeah. that passageway as you flit yes. from one side of the atrium to the yes. other. You can glimpse the main hallway. You can see that Uncle Buggy seems rooted to the spot and immobile. Oh. You can see that Noel Edmonds is just standing there going, <laughs> and you can see that this Naga creature is... Give me an insight check. Oh, quite good at insight. But I only rolled a two. But An not eight. in this instance. Okay. No, you not can't read its today. expression, but it, I don't know. It seems to be where it was before when it emerged. And we moved to the top of round two. Uh, Lissandra on 17. Sand. Yes. Oh, dear. It's very sad. Sandy. Sandy. Yes. Sandy. Oh, dear. is going to pop her head round and take another ping with the shot of the East. This wind, oh, oh, I'm plus 15. Oh, I don't think it's going to do it. <laughs> Sandra. Ah, oh, God. dear. And um, then yep. she'll fly back. And we've got all the way and around that's... to Burple. Nothing has really happened, Burple, since your last <sighs> yeah. go. All that Graham can hope for is that the little finger of fate doesn't select Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you want to run it? No, 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 roll the finger of fate. Roll the finger of fate. Imagine if they release something called the finger of fate. As a little sort of snack. As a chocolate yeah, snack. Yeah, nice. What would the theme Rolling tune be? <laughs> it's Graham again. Not a two. <laughs> <laughs> Graham. Graham. So, Graham. Graham. I think you could... Um, I don't know about Distant Westers, because it tends to make them run away when we want to attack them. Lucas Mike Can he do any buffers? Johnny the buffs for the rest of the Yeah, dog. well, I'm thinking... Yeah, a bless or something. Yeah, okay. So, what, what I think he'll do, yeah? He's going... Yes. <sighs> This may be anything to help Johnny. Yeah. I mean, Buggy. He's going to move up to Buggy and... Do you want to roll an insight check quickly? 14. The Naga seems quite watchful. 
hasn't rushed forward now that it's successfully paralysed Buggy and pressed its attack. It seems to be hanging back and looking... I don't know, but it's just odd. Maybe it's a guardian. You know, it's, you've got to say the password. He's waiting for a password or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, with my, I mean, I've got a couple see. more points of movement. I could push Buggy into the room. Yeah. 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 Or I've caught. What like, you need is one of those, one of those little um, trolleys. Yeah, trolleys. <laughs> with the, we could strap him. That's like the two-wheel um, thing. Yeah. 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 And you just slide it under the feet and then oh, just yeah, tip so it back course, a bit. Is he silence of the lambs? two shoelaces together and then mm-hmm. um, removes the paralysis. Yeah. Watching for hairy feet. Oh no, I shall cut boots. Or you could. Yeah. Or I could just remove the paralysis. Shall I do that? Or, the cock and balls on the forehead. I, I mean, think not, I might save. Not the picture, you think you might save? With a well, I don't know. I think we need uh, something like a bless or a... <laughs> the <laughs> opportunity. Well, in that case, I go up, I get the sense that Buggy thinks he might save, and then I'll start to amble back. <gasps> right, so well, you well, run around to Buggy. Some... I suppose they no, attacked it yet, have they? Uh, well, you should so. right well I mean, not successfully. <laughs> Alessandra is trying to. No, if you're to, not going right, to do anything, I'd rather have it safe. Oh, give, me a, give me a spell. <laughs> no, I just don't. Got no. the gear, got the gear. You, you said you didn't <laughs> want it. <laughs> I don't want it. All right. Where are we going? I think we should be clear here. Neither of those sentiments could have been expressed. Yes. <laughs> no, I'll do what I plan to do. He, he'll do less restoration on Uncle. Oh, hang on. Let me just check. That doesn't take 10 minutes to cast. No, it's instantaneous. Got the gear. Got the gear. So I will cast lesser restoration on Uncle Baggy. That ends a condition? Paralyzed is one of the conditions that ends. You free Uncle Buggy from his prison. His paralyzing prison. And then step back to where he is there. Okay, very nicely done. Okay. I think we'll probably get fewer little snappy comments about Burple and his spellcasting now, perhaps. Sessions on no, 16. No, not necessarily. Uh, well, <laughs> no, no spells. That's okay. Burple undoes his paralysis, and the first thing Buggy goes is gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, paralysis <laughs> low level. That's what Bard should be doing. Bard shouldn't have a... Bard should be doing stuff like that. You shouldn't be allowed it's a support to take spell. away Bard paralysis. should be doing that. They shouldn't be doing walls of force and things like that. I'm a little bit... A little bit what? Hamstrung by having cast the oh. spirit guardians to protect people from worms in that it's concentration and all my other good spells are concentration. So I mm. will just stick, with, stick it. with it for now. Also, the total yeah. lack of worms. Yeah, but in the meantime, I will look at some non concentration spells. Well, there's your what's it? There's your crushing coin. Oh, I can invoke that, yeah, but it doesn't get all the way down there, I don't think. I mean, it's always fun to have. Let's summon the crushing coin. Oh, Dokie, let me get you a mini for the crushing coin that we can add to our map. It's a lovely map, readers. Only you could see it. It's a very fine map. Sort of halfway between Uncle Buggy and the Nog. Yeah. Well, it's Naga time. It's Naga time. It's Naga time. Not my finest um, uh, song-wise. No. The Naga advances. It wanders past. Oh. Noel Edmonds. <laughs> It hisses and whispers at Burple the Bard. Can Burple the Bard make a charisma save? Please, now. He gets an 18. That's okay. That's fine. It's all done. Kill Buggy on nine. Are we attacking this thing? Let's talk gazes, Buggy. Mm. What would you like to do... As regards this thing's gaze, you feel like unless you take steps, you're going to be placed in a position where you may be made to make a saving throw. Mm. Uh. Some creatures can make you make a save unless you are in a position where you cannot see the gaze. To do that, you have to basically avert your eyes completely. Yeah. At the start of your turn, so you must decide now before you do anything else. At that point, you can't see this creature. If I avert my gaze now, I, I know where it is, roughly. You know roughly where it is, but you'd be taking the full concealment rules. So you'd be attacking at disadvantage, anything like that. Actually, to be completely honest, I think it's it's even worse. I don't think we played it last time. I can't remember what situation, but 
I'm attacking at disadvantage, but it's attacking at advantage as well. I'm going to avoid its gaze. So you're looking away from it. Right. You know roughly where it is, obviously. Firstly, I'm going to start raging. Yeah. Then I'm going to turn into a bolt of lightning and shoot through it to the other <laughs> yes. side. Yes. Using the destructive wrath to maximize 60 points. Using the ring of the wind dukes. Does it get a saving throw? It yes. It does. DC? It's not rolled very well. Oh it's a DC 14 deck save. It's failed that save. Ouch! You zap it. 60 points it's of 60 damage. 60 points of lightning damage. Blimey. Doesn't like very that nice. very much at all. And I appear on the other side. Doesn't know I'm there, does it? A 60 foot bolt. Do I have to go the full 60 feet? So is that going to put me in the pit? <laughs> Slight miscalculation. I mean, that's funny. Extends out from you to a point within 60 feet. Fair yes. enough. Okay, so I'll just go to the side, and that's my go. Just behind it, between it and the pit. Got my sword out. Very nice from Uncle Buggy. And let me tell you something, though, Uncle Buggy, um, about being near the pit, because being near the pit is not nice. Yeah. If you recall from last time, which you almost certainly don't, green tendrils of vapour are swooping out of the pit and spreading out into the chamber. You don't know what the effect of them is away from the pit, but you realise very quickly as you get close to the pit that there is some kind of aura of corruption around this pit and it makes you feel not very well. You think that it's going to materially affect your ability to do things, but you're not quite sure how much yet until you actually have an action. Uh, okay. Yeah, but you just got the feeling that you're in some kind of corrupt... Right. Aura. I've still got a move action. Can I move like out? With that? Does he? He's not. Doesn't know I've appeared behind him. Does he? Let's just see. I'm gonna roll a d20. I've got a number in mind. Okay. It doesn't realise you're behind it. It doesn't turn or react. Okay. What would you like to do? I'm going to move out of the gaseous thing behind the column to the northeast of the Naga. You'll be in front of it briefly. You're happy that it's going to know where you are. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to be in this corrupt cloud. I think I, so I think averting I your gaze from speed, it, you're running away from it. Doesn't get an attack of opportunity as you skirt round. You're pretty much certain that it's going to know where you've gone. Okay, but I'm a hobbit, naturally stealthy. You can attempt to hide even when you're obscured only by a creature at least one size larger than you. Hide is an action, and you run out of actions. Okay. Parker on four. Parker. Uh. Goodness knows what's going on in that main room, Parker. Right. What are we going to do? Shall I pile in? Yes, I'm attacking it. All right. You can make a decision, beginning of your turn, to not whether or not you're going to actively avert your eyes from its gaze. I, I think it's got a range, the gaze, of something like 30 feet, but I might be wrong. Right. Might be 60 feet. What the heck? I'm going to pile in and I'm going to whop it. You're running straight up to yeah. it? Yeah. You don't have to worry about the gaze for now. Yes, so... You might have to worry about it in a moment. The first attack is... Uh, it's on class, class 13. Is a miss with the first mm. attack. Oh, there we go. Second <laughs> attack. Oh, you haven't given... Oh, my God. Terrible. 14. Is a miss. Uh, you didn't make, give me a ruling, by the way, on the uh, thunder and lightning gloves. Gauntlets. Super generously. I think that whilst holding the short sword... Yeah. You can make a punch attack. Yes. I'm not I may wake up in the middle of the night, sit bolt upright, think, what the fuck have I done? And change my mind later. I think okay. I think that would be difficult. You'd hurt your hand with if you're holding something. Johnny is our resident. <laughs> this will amaze. Readers, prepare to be amazed. <laughs> Johnny is our resident martial arts expert. Uh. Of the elders of the hilltop, he would be the one in the history documentary with the ponytail showing somebody how to use a longbow. <laughs> I'm staggered. He would be, wouldn't First he? First attack. Yeah. Oh, God, it's ridiculous. Michael Portillo ridiculous. shooting a dead pig with a crossbow. <laughs> that's obviously a miss. Two. That's a miss. <laughs> it's a one. Okay. So that has not it's gone terribly terrible. Miss. Four misses miss, in a row. Miss. Miss. Should have rolled the warm the dice up. <laughs> Alessandro on 17. Unless Parker Alice. is going to run away. Um, <laughs> run away. Actually, I will. I'm going to go back because I can disengage freely after I've attacked it. Back into Sessions' 
protection. Thingamajigs. That's order of 17. He's going to move next to Parker. She's got the sharpshooter feet, so she doesn't have to worry about anything in between her and it. You're not averting your gaze from the creature? I will avert my gaze from the creature. So if you're going to be shooting blind, you never know, you might hit the back of Burple's head. (laughs) Am I allowed to avert my gaze from the creature's face rather than its body? I think you're either looking at it or you're not looking at it. If I say, I'm not going to avoid its gaze now while I shoot at it, but then I'm going to move again... That's completely corner. fine. That's what Parker just oh, did. Oh, in which case, I will not avoid its gaze while I attack it. Ooh. Getting a natural 20. Nice. <laughs> We've got a new rule now. There is no more gambling. There's no more gambling. Instead, you get to draw a card if you confirm the critical with a hit, right? So you're already doing your double whatever it is damage, and you get to draw a, draw card. a card. If I confirm. Yeah. Arm plus 22. Is a hit. And it's sneak damage as well. Because of no 11. Lot of shit on a stick. This is Shadow Run. That's 28 yes. plus 35. Bloody wow. Hell. 63 points of damage. 63 points of damage. And you get a card. Do you want to open it? Yeah. See what you got. Distracting jab, double damage, and the target must make a DC 12 constitution saving throw. On a failed saving throw, the target has disadvantage on their next attack. The double damage, you don't double. No, right. you, yeah. No. So. It makes it safe. Fine. We move around the corner behind sessions and do a hide as a cunning action. Burple is going to be run by Paul! Is Burple going to run round and form a human wall <laughs> round Alessandra? <laughs> yes, Burple's going to run around the corner and cover Alessandra's eyes with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, what can Burple do? He could try his um, synaptic... Sa- uh, yeah, I don't know that synaptic... That's the spell it's cracked up to be. Or he could do his kind of dissonant whispers that may make it run away. He has the swords as well, if he wanted to get into melee, so he probably wants to make I sure I don't think got... Dan would forgive me ever if he got this thing at him. I think he'd do a dissonant whispers and then go around the corner. Dan th- won't forgive you I think ever you... anyway, Paul, because of the whole Cuthbert gem thing. Yeah. yeah, I know, but there's, you know, there's levels and limits. His reaction to the news would be, oh, typical. <laughs> I agree with Johnny. Let's do Dissonant Whispers and then move around the corner. What's the DC? Wisdom DC 15. Roll a tw- saves. 3d6 psychic damage. On a successful save, it takes half as much damage and doesn't have to move away. Half of this. Yeah. Oof. So wow. it's 13, 13 points yeah, divided yeah, by 2. Yeah, so the 6 points so of damage. Be 6 points. And then he's going to move around the corner. This thing slithers up into the corridor. I'm to Sessions, this guy. Oh, sorry. Mm. Sessions. No, you know what it's going to do. Well, I was thinking of standing my ground and being very heroic, but suddenly I have to no send words. not convincing anybody. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. now that I know it's coming, I'm going to fucking run away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw the crushing coin on it. So you're not averting your gaze. No, otherwise it would be pointless. And from your position of cover, you are looking around the corner enough to see it. Yeah, I'm going to have to peer around the corner to see it, then I'm going to run back around to out of sight. Whether or not it's yeah, effective, okay. I don't know yet. Throw the uh, toll the dead on it and then run back around into the corner. Let's start with the crushing coin. Armor class 23 is a hit. Four. Oh, feel that. Six points of force damage. You've done quite a lot of damage on this thing. Told the dead. dead. Wisdom DC 16 saving throw. Rolling a 20 on the save and saving. And then I'm going to move back round the corner and round behind Alessandro. So effectively you're all just running away and hiding behind each other. Yeah, yeah. In a cascade of cowardice. This thing slithers up towards Parker. Can you give me an intelligence saving throw? You really want to make that save? You really want to make you that really save? want to make this saving throw? Uh, Would you like to use your orc yes. dice? That's an eight in total. Okay, you can roll it again and add a d8. Yes. So I mean, yeah, this is again. this is exactly what orc dice is oh, for. I, orc di- oh. And a d8. So that's um, the d8. That's you're going to need a number. Fourteen. You are all right, Ooh. Parker. You feel something really, really nasty 
brush your whole spirit, soul, and personality. Feel yourself falling into the gaze of this creature. There's a moment where you think it's got you and then it hasn't got you. The next thing that happens, Buggy, you can see this thing has slithered past you, right? You're tucked away around this corner, Bilbo style. The doors in the north and the south of the Hall of Welcome start to rumble open. They're huge stone double doors carved to represent a writhing wall of worms and grinning skulls. <laughs> Uncle Buggy. <laughs> Lovely. You see those doors, you can hear the doors behind you in the north wall open. A sickly green light starts to spill into the Hall of Welcome. The southern doors, you can hear them opening, Buggy, but you can't see them because you're tucked around the other side of that pillar. All of you tucked away in the eastern atrium, you can just hear the grinding of stone. That is the end of that, and we move on to Uncle Buggy on nine. Uh, you can hear the Naga. You don't think it knows you're there. It's uh, ten feet away from you. Yeah. So I'm going to what say like to, to Noel Edmonds, attack. He'll do a move, move. <laughs> okay, and then I'll move up to the Naga. Eyes averted. Attacking at disadvantage. I'm raging. You can see something. When you come round from the side of the pillar, you can see the open doors to the south. It looks like it's dark in there. You can see the flickering of a kind of greenish, orangish firelight. More like there's a couple of torches burning in there somewhere that aren't directly in your field of view. Hmm. No hostiles. You can't see any creatures. First attack. 13. 13 is a miss. Second attack. That's a 19. Would be a hit, but let's roll the other roll for the disadvantage. A 1, but I get oh, to re-roll. It's a 1, you can re-roll it. Getting... Oh, 22. it's a hit. Yes. This thing didn't know you were there. It hisses and its head whips around. To 21 points of damage, 10 of which is fire. Parker on 4. This thing is right on you. Would you like to avert your gaze? Uh, no. Pish, bash, bosh. Attack it. Pish, bash, bosh. Here we go. This can't be... Can oh, possibly so can possibly can go as possibly bad as last, as bad time. Bad as last time. And yep. the next one... Right, that's looking more like it. 20. Is a hit. 8 points and 6 fire, so 14 in total. Oh. 13 was a miss last is time. Is a miss, so I'm afraid. Another one is... Oh. Armour class 19. Is a hit. Is a hit. It's not going to be enough to kill it. 6 points in total. The Naga looks... Oh, and then, really sorry, hold on, up. and then I move back round the corner behind Sessions. The cascade of cowardice continues. Yes. Sessions hiding behind Alessandra, Parker hiding behind Sessions, yeah. yep. Yeah, yep. Alessandra on 17. Move out of hiding into the corridor so Alessandra can see. Okay. And he's going to do an attack. She, yep. She does hit some class 15. There's a miss. And then she will move again behind Burple. On 16, it's purple. Rolling a d4, getting a 3. It is purple. Oh, God. Let's decide what to do with purple. First thing that's going I to think decide is whether or not purple is going to look at this thing or not look at it. Purple is going to move. Mm -hmm. Look at this thing to do a dissonant whispers. Okay. And then... So it doesn't have to look at it to do a dissonant whispers. Right, don't look at it. I won't look at it and I'll do a dissonant whispers. You don't even have to move to do a dissonant whispers. You just need to I'll decide. stay where I am then. Right, so hiding around the corner, you do a dissonant whispers. What's the DC? Wisdom 15. Wisdom 15. Ooh, that's a 9. That is insufficient. It's 3d6. And it must immediately use its reaction to run away. 15. This thing is a big creature and really tough, but now it's really starting to look, you know. And then it's got to move away. Yeah, it must use its reaction. Can it move away through creatures? Anybody know? Uh, I guess it can squeeze between them. And it moves its full movement, right? Surely you're For moving the slower. squares, I think it's probably double. Nobody's looking at it. I can hear. You can hear it slithering past you. I don't threaten if I'm not. You don't threaten because you're not looking. You think it's slithering back towards the middle of the Hall of Welcome. The Hall of Welcome. The session's on 16. I'm going to try what I did last time. I'm going to move out so that I can see it, throw the crushing coin at it, uh, toll the dead on it, and then run back around the corner. It hits armor class 27. Is it hit? Nice. Oh, let's see what Ten points Ooh, of force nice. damage. And then it needs to make a wisdom DC 16. Will be, yes. 
saving throw. It makes that save. So nothing happens, and then I move back around the corner, take off the top hat, and pull out a piece of cheese. <laughs> the top hat, of course. Nice. The new thing, the new thing that we've discovered, yeah. First thing that happens, before it gets to do anything, Uncle Buggy, you're not looking at it. You hear the third set of double doors open. The set of double doors that must lead through to the atrium that's on the other side of the ziggurat. And you hear a kind of grating, clanking step as a creature makes its way into the Hall of Welcome. You can feel the room get noticeably colder as whatever it is clanks into the chamber. And then you hear an awful voice that cuts through you, Uncle Buggy. In fact, all of you can detect this spirit-racking sound as this whispered voice echoes through the Hall of Welcome. What languages do you speak? Celestial, common, druidic, elvish, and orc. Common, halfling. Sessions only has common and halfling. Burple has common, celestial, and goblin. And what about Alessandra? The only different one is she's got uh, elvish and thieves can't. None of you understand what is being said. There's nothing unusual in that. No, exactly. Buggy, you hear the naga slither away from you. Can I see? Why can't I see this thing that's gone into the room again? You can't look at the far door without seeing the naga. Oh, see, no, no. Other stuff happens. You don't know what it is. Uncle Buggy on nine. Well, I'll look across the room now. The first thing that you notice, you can see the tail of the naga as it slips over the edge of the pit. The next thing that you can see is that the doors to the north of this chamber, to your right buggy, are fully open and the whole of the northern section of this room is bathed in a writhing, rippling, greenish light. You can also see a shadow cast out onto the floor in front of the doors. It looks like the elongated, distorted silhouette of an angel or something, a winged creature. That's the first thing. Second thing that you see, Buggy, is that the doors to the south are fully open. You can glimpse inside those doors to the south, bookcases, the ends of bookcases in the dark. Looking across the chamber, past the naga, past the pit, something has entered the Hall of Welcome from the other door. I've got a handout for you. Yeah. The mm-hmm. creature wears dark armour that hides much of its form from view but its skeletal visage and even over your own scent buggy and even at this distance you can pick up that it has a horrid stench it must be some kind of awful undead small green worms their mouths filled with row upon row of jagged teeth writhe along this creature's armor crawling under its plates and panes but its most gruesome features are its eyes which have been replaced by the ravenous mouths of two bloated worms lovely what would you like to do it's just uh, looking at you it's holding a long sword uh, that's really rather it lovely. is isn't it i'm going to stop raging and then i'm going to do an ice storm on top of it Okay. Oh, you said, hang on, you said it was cold. You could feel the room get colder as it entered, yes. Uh, So it's some sort of cold resistance, do I think? You could feel the room get noticeably colder when this thing entered the room. That's all I can say. Can I do something else? Sorry. I'm going to do a sleet storm. Freezing rain and sleet, 20 foot tall, cylinder, 40 foot radius, heavily obscured. The ground is covered with ice, making it difficult to rain. When they move... For the first time on its turn of starts its turn there, make us a deck save or fall prone. Like that? Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm going to move. It's a great spell, Sleep Storm. Blade. I think I might just move. Five, ten, it's the most five, annoying ten. spell to play against. I'm moving around next to my cousin's session. Um, is it cousin? Nephew. Nephew, sorry. How could my you nephew's yeah, session. They're all running away. I'm just giving other people a time to think about what to do. Poor excuse. On for its pack. What are we going to do now? Just going to wait for the. I mean. What are we going to do now? Well, we could... No. You're free. You could no. You could leave. You got a piece of cheese for me, Sessions, while we're waiting. I, well, <laughs> yeah. we, we could run... A morsel. <laughs> I'll slice you off a sliver. We could 
do something like run up to the north is route. Is it Slither? Or, is it Slither or Sliver? Slither. I mean, talk about not talking Slither, about, talking think, about yeah. cheese. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, a small piece. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We, we could run up to the north room and attack the thing in there. Or we could run out of the ziggurat right round to the western entrance and go in that way. What did you see in the open mm. north and south entryways? Well, there's some light. Angel. Some light. There's something in the north. thing in the north. An angel. The angel of the north. Yeah, the angel of the north. And then saw, yeah. some flickering, Horrible, flamey light. Rising green light. Yeah. In a library some in the south. Some kind of torch-lit-ish dark room to the south with bookcases. Let's go and try the other entrance. See, if we can get all the way around, we can attack the thing from behind. The skeleton thing, who's just come out of the room that is the antechamber from the west. Well, you want to go all the way around? No, just just throwing some ideas out there. What we need to do for the moment is decide what Parker is doing. There's nothing I can do. I'm having a piece of cheese with sessions oh, until okay. we decide Fine. what our cheese. tactic is, because any... I would have thought the north or south, as at least... Yeah. Top of the next round, Alessandra on 17. What do you want to do? You can hear the sound of the sleet storm howling in the chamber around the corner from you. Right, Alessandra's going to move, move. Okay. She's going to nip around the corner. She's going to go through the corridor. Yes. She's going to turn right as she enters the Hall of Welcome. Yes. Staying to the periphery. And she's heading towards the north doors. Yes. She can't quite get there. She can get to within about... 40 feet or so. On either side of these doors, something we've not talked about, something that's on the map that we've not dwelt upon, is there are little staircases that are built into the... Yeah. They seem to lead out onto the flat surface on the first level of the ziggurat. I'm going to... There's a... I don't know whether it's actually absolute. There's a, a load of rubble. Yes, that's a collapsed kind of, pillar that's near the near the pit. I'm going to go and tuck myself in amongst this Sort of find uh, yourself rubble. a little nook in the rubble? Yeah. Okay, as soon as you get so that close, move. you can feel the, the ore of corruption start to seep into you and i'm gonna look north north by northwest yes okay through the doors what you can see and i'm hiding as a cunning action okay give me a stealth check i've got a stealth of 23 you've got a view that looks diagonally through these doors Mm -hmm. the far wall that you can see it's writhing and glowing with an unhealthy light you can also see in between you and this wall, there are some instruments. They look like torture instruments. It looks like you're looking into a torture chamber. Yeah. You can also see perhaps the foot of something that is standing in this chamber, whose shadow is being cast out onto the floor of the main chamber in front of you. You're looking at an armoured foot. It looks like a plate-mailed foot. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a perception check? please 17 that glowing wall that you can see you can work out what it is it's the effect you realize of uncountable thousands of writhing glowing green worms clearly trapped against a glass wall you're looking at (laughs) in the chamber to your north nice and the worms are glowing and they're casting this unhealthy sick light Burple on 16. Uh, Burple being run by Lucas. Well, is anybody else doing anything? You can wave your turn. You can just move on yeah, to the next person. Yeah, just move on. Okay, sessions on 16. I'll call back the crushing coin. Okay. Uh, retrieve it. Retrieve yeah. it. Like a dog. Like a dog. Come on. And just move around to where the kind of the doors are. Pull them partially shut so there's a bit of cover. Leaning your little hobbity weight against these stone doors to try and get yourself a little bit of cover. Yeah. Uh, okay, next. Mm. Well, a load of things happen. The first thing that happens yes. is that the sleet storm disappears. Mm-hmm. Oh. The second thing that happens, Alessandra, the creature that was the target of the sleet storm, clanks its way up to the edge of the pit. You can hear it getting closer, but you're hunkered down with your back or whatever to this stone block. You hear it speak again in this strange eldritch whisper that cuts right through you and something comes out of the door to the north you can see Mm -hmm. it it must once have been some form of divine a celestial servant of good that has now been entirely corrupted it screeches and swoops its wings unfurling banking towards you as it does so its 
two arms that it's holding out to its side just and turn both of them into flaming swords bathed in green fire. It nice. sweeps those arms behind it to make itself more of a projectile. As it does so, it discorporates itself and it flies straight into you. Nice. And we'll yes. find out no. what that means. Oh, okay. We'll find out whether or not yes. this twisted angelic creature has got friends. Uh-oh. And we'll find out what lurks behind the doors to the south when we pick things up again next week. Nice. Yeah. I am dead. Time to prepare backup character. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Alessandra's twin brother. <laughs> Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirens game. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you.